Hi, everyone. This is Kelly Harrell, and you're listening to What in the Weird. Guess what I'm going to say next? The Weekly Rune came out today. For those who are subscribed to the free version at my website at solentonarts.com, it came out this morning. If you don't receive the Weekly Rune, you can subscribe to it from my site as well. It is, duh, a weekly runecast that covers the current half-month rune, what it means, what it brings, how to apply that insight to everyday life, and how to bring that seasonal awareness more deeply into your spiritual studies. I'll talk more about how you can subscribe at the end of this episode. And if you're not sure what a half-month is, dig back through the earlier episodes of What in the Weird, and don't worry, there's no quiz. Last week, we talked about Arurs as Aromla, the Old Norse representation of the feminine divine, as the aurochs, the wild beastie that literally nurtured the world into being. We talked about the significance of Aromla as having created herself into being, thus she's deeply associated with unconscious drives and how they shape themselves. And of course, how they shape themselves is into form, which is the focus of the body. We talked about how the body is the temple of the soul, and that deep embodiment of who we are at that wild, untamed level is the message of Arurs. This is our second week with Arurs, hence the 2.0, and given how the half-month rune is framed, which I'm not revealing here, you have to go read it for yourself at soulintentarts.com, or check it out on Instagram at kellysoularts to know what the rest of the runes are in the cast, this week's emphasis is on giants. There's lots of academic debate on what the Old Norse meant when they referenced giants in their cosmology. In fact, the word giant is a misnomer because it's the Anglo word ascribed to these beings. The older words more commonly associated with them is Jotnar, the plural, or Jotun, singular. Also, sometimes you'll see Thurs, or as in Thurisas, or Etons. The early Germanic and Old English meanings of the word Eton, which I think was Eton was, are devourer, or something along the lines of powerful and injurious being. That's some pretty intimidating shit, right? So, Arurs, by its association with Arumla, is considered a devourer. But how does that conceptually fit in with how we think of divine feminine and nurturing the world into being? Well, first of all, maybe you need to widen your definition of feminine or divine. But it's fairly simple how they're all connected. They're forces of nature. Looking at the world from an animistic perspective, that means that we regard everything as having a soul. Rocks, water, leaves, and the trees that they're growing on, rabbits, manhole covers, and of course, other people all have souls. They don't have the same agency, but they're all souls. And I realize that's a radical step for some folks, but that's a different podcast. I mean, literally, it is a different podcast. I co-host another podcast with Brandis Schnabel and Janet Roper called Everyday Animism. And you can find that on all your usual 
podcast platforms, including Anchor. But the idea that everything has a soul was on point for the Old Norse. And to believe that even the wind, hail, and sun were not just beings, but really significant beings that could control their livelihoods, it's a really important concept to understand when you're reading the runes, especially ones like Arurs and Thurisas that are directly connected to giants or to the Jotnar, the forces of nature. So if Arurs is about the body as the intersection point of acting out our wild, our untamable self, the unconscious, what is that saying about us from the perspective of the, of the Old Norse? Well, it's saying that we are forces of nature. That untamable part of us is a force of nature. It's saying that we have been tamed to believe that we aren't forces of nature. Are we the sun? Are we gravity? No. But it's hard to argue that we haven't left a significant mark on the planet. I'm totally open to the argument of what that mark is because, hey, even plagues are forces of nature. But seriously, it's our job to remember our wild. Somewhere in the domesticated being of the mundane, we have to find ways to honor the parts of us that not just will never be tamed, but can't be. You're not just a force of nature, you're also one of its mysteries. And that is the crux of Arurs. That's the suggestion of the RuneCast this week. Who are you? Are you who you want to be? And if not, what will it take for you to be? How uncomfortable are you willing to be just to pose the question? Be sure to check out the Aurora's Half-Month Runecast this week to get the full story. You can subscribe to the free version at my site and find the image of the cast there, solentinarts.com. And at Patreon, you can receive the Runecast on Sunday instead of Monday in your inbox Get all the details, how it relates to the season, how you can work with it. And however you support the Weekly Rune, I thank you, and I love your passion for the runes. That's it for this episode. If you have questions about Arurs, about the half months, or about the Weekly Rune in general, feel free to email me at kelly at solentinarts.com. You can direct message me at Instagram at Kelly Soul Arts, or you can call in through the Anchor app, which you can download for Android or iPhones. Also, check out earlier episodes by downloading them from Google Play or iTunes and pretty much every other imaginable podcast platform. You can learn more about me and my work by visiting soulintentarts.com. I'm Kelly, and this has been What in the Weird. Thank you.